0: Hey Taco the Towners, just a quick note before we start the show. For the last couple of weeks, I've been at work on a new Taco painting, a Taco mural at the new Mission Taco joint location located on the South Plaza on Main Street, right across from Nick and Jake's, right up the street from the Peanut and Andres. By the time you hear this episode, it should be open for business. So be sure to stop in the new Mission Taco joint on the South Plaza, eat some of their tasty tacos, and check out my huge taco mural featuring rock star ghosts eating tacos in space, that old chestnut. Now, let's get to the show. The Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. It's the holiday season, and I'm sure you are about to attend a holiday cocktail party or two with friends, family, or your place of employment. So, we here at Taco the Town thought we'd have a holiday cocktail party of our own with some of our Taco the Town all star guests that have joined us on episodes throughout this past year. 2018, the year of the taco. So on today's episode, we are on location from a great place to get cocktails here in Kansas City. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some cocktails. And like most holiday cocktail parties, this one is guaranteed to go off the rails. Welcome to Taco the Town's Holiday Cocktail Party. Taco the Town, Taco Let's find out where our holiday cocktail party will be taking place. This week, we will be coming to you live from Tiki Cat, one of our favorite cocktail spots in the basement of Hopcat, located in the heart of Westport. Tiki Cat is a secret oasis featuring authentic Tiki cocktails and decor located at 401 Westport Road, Kansas City, Missouri 64111. Without further ado, let's listen in on all the festive fun we had at this year's Taco the Town Holiday Cocktail Party. We're coming to you live on location from Tiki Cat at 401 Westport Road, Kansas City, Missouri 64111. Tiki Cat is a relaxed, island-inspired hideaway for tropical cocktails amid tiki decor and colorful artwork located in the basement of HopCat in Westport. I guess this is a basement. Would you call this a basement co-host, Chris Garibaldi?
1: I would definitely call it a
0: basement. <laughs> Probably one of the coolest basements I've ever been in.
2: Now, it is. do note, we had to push a button to get in. Are we supposed to be saying the address?
0: Oh, oh. is this, no, I think people I know it's here, yeah. That a secret? <laughs> is <don't> it not?
2: <laughs> Maybe that's just how much of a square I am. I had never heard of it.
0: Tiki Cat was recently voted best tiki bar in the world in 2017 when it opened by kritiki.com it is a secret oasis but i guess a lot of people know about it because it's very popular here in kansas city kansas city once had a very rich tiki bar culture and now i think this is really the only tiki bar in the city and it's it's a beautiful tiki bar let's meet this week's special holiday episode cocktail guests We've got some Taco the Town all-stars with us tonight. (laughs) We are joined by a former guest. She was on the Taco Republic episode. She's an advertising copywriter, a Grammy-winning part-time professional singer. Would that be true? That is correct. And a very part-time voiceover artist, a traveler and podcast enthusiast. She's also a serial dater. That kind of sounds bad. She's like are a, you still serial dating?
3: I'm harmless.
0: <laughs> She's like a
1: praying mantis. After the date, she bites the man's head off.
0: Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. You, you whoa. can right? follow her exploits on her Twitter account uh, by checking hashtag Katie Dates. How is hashtag Katie Dates going? Been on any good or bad Katie Dates recently?
3: Well, Katie Dates has kind of been on hold for a moment If you remember from the last episode that I was on at Taco Republic, I had recently gone on a date to the drive-in and I saw two really, really horrible movies. Um, I don't even remember what they were, (laughs) but I'm still seeing that guy. Oh,
0: no way. So it was successful. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the guy who he did something weird, didn't he?
3: They all do something weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, oh yeah, he wouldn't. He didn't put his chair down. He didn't like bring blankets and lay him down in the back of his truck and like with yeah, pillows, I, right?
3: Yeah, I, I brought a lot of snacks. <laughs> I, I bring a lot to sure, all my dates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I brought a lot of candy. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't bring anything. He didn't,
0: <laughs> he didn't pull any drive-in moves either, right? But you, you were okay with there that. There were at no the drive-in
3: moves. Yeah. So that's. Right. Maybe another story for another
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about this. Welcome back to Taco the Town. Thank Katie you. Crawford. She
4: seems so, to so be
1: comfortable here. talking about that. We should probably keep <laughs> talking about that.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this special holiday cocktail review episode of Taco the Town. And we are also joined by a former guest. He was on the El Fagon episode. Mm.
3: Such a good episode.
0: That episode. No.
2: If you want to go ahead, uh, she's got a Grammy. So if you want to go ahead and lie and add something, to okay, mine, I can add something I would something appreciate in there. that. He's Maybe got just an Oscar,
1: yeah. <laughs> for his work on *The Color Purple*. He was uh, a horticultural yes. specialist on that film. He uh, he planted all the flowers that you see in right. *Color
0: CC CC Purple*
2: and CC's, specifically CC scenes. Correct, such a
3: moving yes. performance, right? Thank yeah. you. I cried.
0: He is a radio personality on 99.7 The Point in the afternoons, 2 yes. to 5?
2: 8-ish. 2 to 8-ish. Eight-ish. 8-ish. Eight-ish. Well, a lot of me, dude. That is a lot. It's a lot of me.
0: He's a freelance audiovisual producer. He lives in my hometown, beautiful Stanley, Kansas, oh, which I introduced him to. Yes, and you did. he said, I've got to move here.
2: <laughs> right away. They've
0: got a great <laughs> price chopper here. <laughs> i got to move here. They really do. He appeared in my film, the last Jayhawker. He played basketball player number five.
2: Where's my awards for that? Oh, I'm sorry. That's what the Oscar was for. That's right. Welcome back to Taco the
0: town, Brady Goodman.
2: Listen, it's a pure pleasure. I want to say congrats to you guys on a great podcast. And you guys have won some awards, right, since I've been here last. You were nominated, at least, by we the pitch thing. were nominated, yeah. And then I'm sure that was a raw deal that you didn't win. But you and can't that, win them all.
1: But we were recognized by Afentra.
2: <laughs> now, I'm going to start off by saying something that could be wildly offensive, but it's about Tiki culture. One of your other former guests is a pretty good friend of mine, Keenan.
0: Yes, he Doug. was on the Taco uh, Mission Taco joint episode. Yeah, Keenan, yeah yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, he's a good friend of mine. And he used to talk about tiki culture became big during World War II. Post-World War II, right? Because,
3: right? Do you guys know this? That's right. I do know that, in fact.
2: Because it was like a swinger thing for all the fighter pilots so that it would... Right? Do you know this? Is this like obvious and I'm just repeating no poorly I'm, actually looking I'm, around in, I'm enjoying this fact. Let's so go no. <laughs> Fighter pilots would throw tiki parties and then they would essentially all be swingers so um, because they wouldn't come back often and they wanted to make that connection so that their families would be taken care of by the survivors and the other families. That's what I understand. So now whenever I hear about tiki culture, now that could be a complete lie, that could be Keenan setting me up with a story.
1: I, I'm so, well, let me. Uh, the logistics of it confused f- me. So the fighter okay. pilots would throw a tiki party. They would invite people who weren't going no, no, back to war. No, all fighter
2: pilots. Oh,
0: here are so our drinks. They, our they, drinks are here. Our drinks are served. Which, one, uh, which one's that? Planter's punch. That's mine. That's Thank Dave. you. I've got a planter's punch.
1: The daiquiri is me, I believe.
0: <laughs> Chris got a daiquiri.
3: Classic for a classic. Yeah. Well, and does that
1: class the, comes with age? It's the only thing that comes with age. We've that got a Mai Tai
0: for Brady. Yes, thank oh, you. Oh, nice.
1: Thank you. Oh, my God. That is they like come
0: with the, with the dolphin, you take the a banana picture of dolphin. My fellow co-host That's
1: going on just got so jealous. <laughs> That's going on the
2: Instagram. right there. Now, have
0: you guys ever been to Tiki Cat before?
2: Never. First time.
3: This is my maybe third time. Oh, wow. nice. Okay.
0: What are your thoughts on tiki drinks? Are you a regular tiki drink drinker?
3: I am not. This is a special occasion kind of a place for me. And I don't think I recall the swinger culture reference that Brady was just talking about. <laughs> I thought that was he was gonna go down a cultural appropriation route. <laughs> yeah, I don't, which is I, also true. Right. Yeah, and
2: so I again I that could be totally false, but that's what I always think of because that's what Keenan told me. Keenan doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like a historian or a liar, so it could go
3: either way. Right. But wouldn't it be sailors instead of fighter pilots? Just well, curious. because
2: they were they were stationed often in Hawaii on on the coast and on the islands, right? Because that's closer to wherever we were bombing at the time.
0: Now I'm looking around here. I don't see a lot of swinger swingering couples. I think. I think this is more of a couples that don't want to swing type well, place. Well, yeah. I,
2: I don't see a lot of fighter pilots from World War I see II either. On dates, so I, I definitely don't know. do. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, they, they're all dead. Yeah. I'd I, imagine.
2: I, <laughs> yes, I would imagine. <laughs> I have an idea for uh, Taco the Town as well to take this podcast to the next level. I don't know if you guys are into uh, cryptocurrency. I'm thinking for you guys, uh, Taco Coin, right? Taco Coin. You get it? Start the Taco Coin now. And then I can get in on the ground level, and you guys blow it up, and then we all get rich. It's a virtual coin.
3: Yes, taco coin. It's (laughs) like
2: Bitcoin,
3: but tastier. This sounds like a horrible idea.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. Do you eat
2: the coins?
3: Are they
0: taco flavored? I think they're
3: digital, so
0: you
2: can't. You know, it's like Bitcoin, but different. (laughs) Now again just Need like I'm fine not tuning. just like I'm not just like I'm not a historian I'm also I know nothing about finances or virtual currency.
1: I've got to say I'm not a historian either cuz I'm pretty sure it's not accurate that all the World War 2 fighter <laughs> pilots are dead. I'm going
2: to Google that.
1: I'm going to take that back I'm gonna, and I'm going to I'm going reg- to sincerely thank them for their service. No, of
0: course. Of course. Chris are you a big tiki, tiki bar guy? You've been to a lot of tiki bars? I have been
1: to this tiki bar once before. I have not been to a lot of tiki bars. I am not a big tiki. I, I enjoy it thoroughly, but I'm not a, not a big tiki what do you enjoy most patron. about it? The Sleestack? The
3: what?
0: The picture of the, slea the Stack. The
1: Stack. I think oh. it's to the to the left, my left oh, over yeah. here. Oh, yeah, I love
0: that. When and I was and a, the Creature from the Black Lagoon is here, too. Yeah. When yeah. I was
1: a child, I used to watch, rabidly watch Land of the Lost every Saturday morning. And then when I worked... At Warner Brothers, I purchased the entire Land of the Lost series on DVD and then made my daughter watch it, and she got obsessed with it, too. So we're very uh, stacks were the evil guys, the evil serpents in Land with of the, the Lost. With the big bug eyes. Yeah. What
3: was okay, the Okay, now I know exactly what you're talking about. I did not understand— that reference at all.
0: If someone could get Gary Lezak down here and get a picture of him with the sleaze stack. Lezak with a sleaze stack. When
3: is he going to be a guest on the Talk yeah. of the it, Town podcast? I'm
0: saving all the weathermen for down the road. There's a lot of weathermen to get serious. through, yeah.
1: And then, of course, there's the way that I feel about weathermen.
0: Uh oh. You're not a fan.
1: I just. What? I I'll, Actually, I'll say the only weather person that I like is Gary Lezak. <laughs> I do like
0: him. He gets it wrong. Less than the other guy.
1: I just, I mean, they all get it wrong. I just like him as a personnel. I like, uh, oh boy, I'm really bombing this show. I I
0: am saying all the
2: wrong things. Hey, I started um, a pretty, I set a pretty low bar, so I think you're okay.
0: (laughs) You started the show with bad history. Yeah, I did. Bad tiki history. Can I get a picture of you guys holding your drinks up? Yes.
3: I've never had a tiki tiki drink. Yeah, and we're going to need to describe our drinks. Yeah, we've got to describe what we got.
1: While you're doing that, Dave, can I explain why I'm a little off today? Sure. As you may remember, you all may remember from the Lucky Taco episode, I was on a uh, a party train, so to speak. I was on a non-stop- You were on a
0: week and a half long so party A week party and train. a half
1: long party. And that culminated with a concert, a rock concert featuring legendary Bob Seger. And after the Bob Seger concert, I came out of it and I've been dry ever since this is my first taste of alcohol since Since Seeger. So I'm a little, my body chemistry is a little (laughs) askew because when you drink for that long, that much, you get a little dependent on it. And then when you go cold turkey, it kind of throws you off. So I'm looking forward to- Let's get
0: back on that party train.
1: Getting the train- kept a roll.
2: When when cheers. Cheers, <laughs> cheers, 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 cheers. Now what did everybody Coink, order
0: yes. and what's what's in, in these uh tink tink there we go. Tink uh, what'd you get, Katie?
3: Um I've got a drink called the Daylight Come. <clears throat>
0: and what's in that? I'm gonna tell Besides you. Besides a banana dolphin with a
3: There's grape a banana in dolphin garnish on top. It is delightful. This is a riff. I think that means that Tiki Cat has This is a proprietary recipe that they have come up with. And uh, let's see. I'm going to read this description for you all. Blenders are your friend. When you put good ingredients in them, (laughs) the right amount of rum, (laughs) banana, and coconut in this riff on a Caribbean poolside classic will soothe your soul until the daylight come. If you know what I mean.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, Brady, what what do you got there? You got the classic Mai Tai, right? Because
2: I've never been to a tiki bar before. I've never had a tiki drink. I went with the classic Mai Tai. I'm looking at the description here. It says, enjoyed by World War II fighter pilots. (laughs) But, oh, no, I can't read in here. It's too dark. And Um, their spouses. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's rummy.
2: uh, Did you take a sip, Katie?
0: I did take a sip of mine. I forgot to
3: mention that it's, like, a lot of banana. Very banana-forward, in fact.
0: It's (laughs) banana-forward.
3: And then when you... When you take a sip out of the little cocktail stir serving, doubling as a straw, that little dolphin is coming right Yeah, it's a at very you.
1: aggressive.
3: Yeah. And the dolphin has a little cherry in its mouth. Yeah. It's, it's so sweet. It's got cloves for eyes. It's kind of terrifying. I, I might have nightmares.
0: Is that a dolphin or a, uh, oh no, yeah, that's a dolphin.
3: Yeah, his name is Skipper. Skipper the dolphin. <laughs> It kind of
0: looks like a it, a scene from The Birds. Have you ever seen The
1: Birds? <laughs> you look like yeah, Tippy Hedren, Tippi Hedren. Yeah, totally. being attacked by a bird every time you take a sip of that dolphin banana.
0: <laughs> Chris, uh, what would <laughs> you get?
1: I forgot. <laughs> a daiquiri. I think a daiquiri. I a daiquiri. Okay. Just a traditional daiquiri. Yeah, that looks classic, very non, I non-tiki. Think the I know. I'm going to have to get... Said. I haven't eaten all day today, so I'm going to have to have three or four of these to, to give me <laughs> my <you> sustenance.
2: <laughs> What's floating in it?
1: you know a uh, lime or a fish <laughs> one of the two a goldfish a or dead a lime fish. <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's a lime now i got okay. a
0: planner's a planner's punch which is this drink is officially unforgettable you've probably had it without knowing it maybe you forgot let us help you remember a memorable portion of blended aged jamaican rum fresh lime juice <laughs> I can't read that. It's dark in here. Allspice, dram, and a couple dashes of bitters to further jog the memory. Planter's Punch. Mm. Delicious. These are some delicious cocktails. All right, guys. It so It kind of
1: sounds like a roofie, the way it's described. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. You may not remember this drink, but you've had it before. Remember?
0: Now, Chris, you, you've been roofied before at... At a Mexican restaurant, right? <laughs> You've got the wrong. Tell us that man. story. I, I have not. I have not. Remember when you got like a triple D mag?
1: Oh well, yeah, yes. I mean, it was an al- it was an alcohol version of a roofie. Oh, it wasn't a real roofie. I was at one of my favorite Mexican restaurants, having a few drinks with one of my favorite people, Chris Cardwell, solo artist and drummer of the band Sun Eaters. We both. I had had one Cadillac Margarita before Chris had showed, and then I had two more. Oh, there you go. And I couldn't tell whether or not the bartender was just giving me healthy pours or was trying to sort of put me under. But when I got home, I couldn't walk. And then the evening went downhill from there.
0: Oh, that's... Did you have tacos? Yeah, went downhill. Did you you have tacos that night?
1: I did have tacos that night because ever since we started this podcast, I don't eat anything but tacos (laughs) anymore.
0: All right, guys. So this is our holiday episode Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's. What's everybody's favorite Kansas City holiday tradition? Have you done it yet?
2: My favorite Kansas City tradition would be the parade after we win a World Series. Now, it's not an annual thing. It's more like every... What is it, 30, 30 years, years we do it? So I'm looking forward to 2045 for the next oh, one. Oh, you mean you like the Royals? I, I can tell. <laughs> you got the double logos going.
3: <laughs> I occasionally. He is in head-to-toe Royals. Oh, I, I thought hair. in December. <laughs> the shoes. I thought, the shoes. You, I thought you
1: were a Royal.
3: That's <laughs> yeah, why you're on the show. Like I mean, you're wearing the uniform. Relief picture. <laughs> yeah.
2: <Pretty>. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I went to last night. My wife had a Christmas party for her work at... Union Station. Ooh, fancy! Let me just say that building is amazing. Beautiful. It's, it's got amazing history behind it. They've done a heck of a job revitalizing it. it. It really, and you know, for Christmas, it's a great spot.
0: Great place to take pictures, take right? the family, just yeah. walk around.
2: You know how low that goes. There's like a bunch of floors beneath it. One of the floors is has a bunch of caskets that weren't claimed. No way. And they're cemented in one of the floors. I'm sorry. From you know what? World War One, when they would all come back, from and then the, they the from be, the
0: tiki bars. No,
2: that was World War Two. Oh, okay. That was World War Two. <laughs> so okay.
0: Dead swingers are no, cemented. Don't get into... your World Wars messed up. I know it's easy. but.
2: Have but, some respect. They've got cemented caskets?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. a that's Wonder- a hidden Kansas City secret, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. When did you discover that?
2: I went on the um, Prohibition Tour. Which is super cool. If you haven't been on that, you should do that. It's do that. very cool.
3: Is that like one of those ghost and gangsters type? Kind of, yeah, yeah. But this tours? one, you stop and you
2: get a drink at different places. Oh, yeah. Of like, but if it
0: was Prohibition, wouldn't you not get
2: drinks? You would think, right? But They, they sneak go, you them go on to You go to the, the Milwaukee Deli, which is the Ooh, first place yeah. where they delivered legal booze after Prohibition. And because obviously the gangsters... I thought it was
0: at the subway that's on... Uh, Broadway,
2: <laughs> maybe the like oh. the subway. Oh, uh, like, no, it's Jimmy John's Jimmy right? Jones,
0: Jimmy yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think
2: that's worth. But I love Union Station uh, around the holidays. Katie, what's your Festive favorite?
3: AF. Yeah. As the kids <laughs> say these days. <laughs> My favorite Kansas City holiday tradition. Hmm. Well, just the other night, I was at Holidays in Crestwood, singing Christmas carols. To shoppers.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. I saw a sign for that.
3: Yeah. Tonight it, is actually the last night. I'm sorry, people listening now, that'll be over by the time you hear this. But um, Crestwood.
0: What streets are Crestwood? What neighborhood is that? That's, that's like, just
3: off of Brookside Boulevard and 55th, I believe. Okay.
1: Can I get
0: a little bit of the Christmas song?
3: The Christmas song?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you mean chestnuts roasting on no. an open
0: fire? or uh,
2: How does it start? Um... Uh, Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart. Oh, yeah. That a next good one. very day. Is it, isn't that the Christmas song? What's the Mel Torme? No, he... he
3: the, Christmas yeah. the, the Christmas song. The Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting. My
0: favorite is the Nat King Cole version. Oh, that's a good version, yeah. too.
1: But wait, yeah. that's not chestnuts roasting on... A yeah, that's
0: the other fire. name for it, right?
3: No, it's actually oh. called... Chris was right. It's called The Christmas Song. And uh, made it famous go? by Mel Torme and Nat King Cole. How about... Chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Don't stop. <laughs>
5: Keep
1: going. I
3: was Doesn't there. really go with the tiki music we're hearing <laughs> in the background.
0: <laughs> could you, um, could you sing that as a different? Like, are you good at musical impersonations?
3: I don't know. Maybe. We could try. <laughs> Love this.
0: What's your favorite, like, funny musical artist Christmas song that's like like uh, like a like Bono, uh, what is that? Yeah, and Bruce yeah, yeah. Springsteen sings some Christmas songs of Elton really? John. Oh, man. The sun is out. What's that one? Paul McCartney.
3: Oh, yeah. Paul McCartney and oh, Wings. Oh, oh,
0: oh. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great You know, one.
3: that song gets a bad rap. Because it's I, terrible. I love that song. Oh my god. I love it. I'm probably the only one and I don't the even care. Choir
0: it's so great. Love children sing. dong <laughs> ding dong. Ding, ding, ding,
3: ding, ding, ding.
1: Yeah. And that keyboard solo is is incredible. That's it's like
3: That synthesizer? Oh my like god. It's like somebody got
1: high and found a really bad keyboard sound and could not let go of it.
0: What about this? This this weird thing dung, that dung, I've got here. Ding ding Oh, this could be a Christmas song. Um <laughs> What about Elton John's Step Into Christmas? Anybody like that one?
3: Step Into Christmas? Yeah, that's the I name don't think of it. I've ever heard that. Could you sing Second. it for us, Dave? I don't think you I've
0: don't heard it. You don't know that one? No. You know that one? No. Welcome to my Christmas song. <laughs> i <laughs> like to thank you for you. You don't know that one? Dude, wow, you that do that an really amazing, amazing Elton John. I, know. Well, I Somebody a, get this man a I, uh, Grammy. I did place... Number one karaoke singer in Kansas City, 2002, singing Crocodile Rock.
2: Nice. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't want to brag or anything. There's two
1: contemporary Christmas songs that I think should be a part of the canon of Christmas. Number one, God Rest His Soul, Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart. George Michael, Wham. Wham. And number two, God Rest Your Soul, Mariah Carey. What was her?
0: She's so young. All I want for Christmas. All I want yeah. for
1: Christmas is you, yeah. She has God, not I passed wish, away. I wish she was still with us.
0: Her and Susan Boyle died in that plane crash. Remember?
1: <laughs> what? Is Susan Boyle dead?
0: Yeah, her and That's Mariah awful. Carey. Remember they are on vacation? Can I put in a vote I am for um,
1: so <laughs> Mariah Carey right and Christian Okoye? Mariah Carey Okoye, they were married, and then the plane
0: went down. Um, I would like to uh, put favorite. in a
2: vote for uh, DMX doing Jingle Bells. If you haven't heard that, oh That's no, yeah, DMX doing.
0: I, I'm always been a big fan of Johnny Mathis's uh, uh, Winter Wonderland. Oh, uh, is that what it's called? The um, um just hear those sleigh bells ring a ling ting 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 a ling. Oh no, sleigh ride, sleigh ride, that song. That's. I love the Johnny Mathis version.
3: I, I sing that song every year.
0: We should, sure. If I had like a karaoke, I would love to <laughs> sing that with you because I, I have done that as a duet, Sleigh Ride. But um, I'm more Johnny Mathis.
3: We need a karaoke episode. I know, Clearly. I know.
2: I don't know. Can you afford the rights for that to do a whole episode? We've got this?
0: so much money oh, that you're we can spend.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Good. Don't so because... many
0: taco bitcoin, you <laughs> yeah, know, well, we, we could just
3: move this thing. across the street to off key. Hey, hey, I, mean, I don't, don't know come. if you know Find this, but we run a
1: podcast, friend. This this is <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a money machine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's taco coin, not taco, taco bitcoin. taco it's coin. It's taco okay. coin. we gotta get the term right. Uh oh, wait a minute, I've
1: been investing in the wrong
2: thing. So you've been on your phone buying Taco Bitcoin. Taco Bitcoin. What are you doing,
0: man? All right. What, what would you say is the worst Christmas song? You hear it, you have to Christmas turn.
3: Shoes, no contest. What is that? What? Have you never heard? Is that heard? a country song? Okay. Where
0: do they play that? Everyone just hit pause
3: my, my, and my, listen my, to Christmas, my, my Christmas shoes. shoes, and then I'm really sorry. <laughs>
0: Girl, Christmas is my favorite thing. Do it. Oh, yeah uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. I can't wait till it's Christmas again Rainer, yeah uh-huh uh-huh I wanna put on my my my, my, my Christmas shoes <laughs> and Christmas with you I think we just made a new hit song Dave.
2: Whatever that was was much better than the actual Christmas
0: shoes. At least a thousand
3: times better than the song I'm talking about. Christmas
0: shoes. Is it like
3: Just you know, look that up on YouTube and I apologize in advance, but it is the worst Christmas song of all time. It's so sad.
0: What's that one where it's the what's the old 80s song and it's like the guy going
3: "Jingle Hannah,
2: Hannah Na, 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 na. You know oh, what I'm talking no? that's about? That's "Old Lang Syne" by Dan Fogelberg. Yeah, I love that's that not song. a Christmas song. No, but they not... started playing it at
3: Christmas no. time. No. Yes, well, yeah, you know because why? Because it's a holiday song. It's yes, oh. because he—that
2: song.
0: He... Be- song makes it's... me cry. Yeah,
3: because yeah, I love that
0: song. Oh, you dude. like? I like it, but not at Christmas time. That doesn't I... okay, sound that's... like
3: the traditional "Old Lang Syne" tune, though. No, I'm no, no, so... it's
2: not. It's it's a very sad song about uh, love lost and what could have been, and uh, it's a great song. But you're right. But I think. It's yeah, like
0: an 80s it, yacht rock song 100%. but they started playing it at Christmas time yeah, 100- it doesn't make sense right.
2: yeah no i'm with you I agree. I, they should play it all year round.
0: What's your least favorite Christmas song, Brady?
2: Oh man, my least favorite? You know what, I hate to do this because it's like a big fodder right now, but I've long said, I've had a long standing issue with my mother-in-law about baby it's cold outside. Oh yeah. yeah. And I've always said Pretty that terrible. song is extra creepy. And yeah. she's like, you know, oh, what's the big deal? And he's like, I'm like, he literally, she says, what'd you put in my drink?
0: Oh yeah. I did, yeah. yeah.
2: I, so I really don't like that song. Now I have, yeah, it's a it's weird. It's pretty rapey, song. Yeah. isn't it? it? Yeah, isn't
3: it? Best to be avoided. Well, that song is
0: totally rapey. Right? Yeah. yeah. Chris, what's your least favorite Christmas song?
1: All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. That's a
3: horrible song that too. That song
1: is agreed. But Mocking I like atrocious. the other one, the
0: Christmas, Christmas time oh, the chipmunks? is here. Well, that's yeah. the
1: chipmunks. The chipmunks don't do all I want for Christmas, my two friends. Oh, no, team. they do. They
0: have one. It's oh, on the same do? album. Yeah, yeah. That's I had that good. as a kid, and I listened to it all I'm the time. I'm
1: referring to the original with, like, Carol Channing or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It is what
0: about the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? Anybody awful. like that one?
3: It's pretty awful. And, in fact, that, that is a song that the Kansas City Corral <laughs> is singing on their Christmas concerts this year because... That song was released 50 years ago this year. No way! Oh yeah, so we're singing all these tunes that are that were released in 1968, and that is one of them. And it's Mm. maybe the worst. But you know what? Other one we're singing is "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch." Wish I could sing that. Don't have that low of a voice. Oh, (laughs) so that
2: song really. I was working in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I got fired. And I'm so sorry. From my radio Congratulations. station. So I get fired, and they start playing that song on a loop. You know, that's that what the, in torture. radio they call stunting before they turn on the we next know which format. Song? Over and over? You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Oh. And it just went... And so that Weird. every time I hear that song, I think about the time I got the trauma. Canned. Well, one of the is, times I got canned. It's
3: triggering. Yeah, 100%. I'm so sorry. 100%. We will not mention that again. Thank you.
0: Yeah, they are. They redid the Grinch again. Like yeah,
2: and I went and saw it. 77 bucks to take my three kids and my two nieces. Yeah,
0: where'd you go? AMC.
2: I don't know. $77 77? a ticket? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> Total, but I'm still like mad about it. That's a lot of money. 77 bucks. Was
0: it one of those theaters where they bring you the food? Or was no, it like? No,
2: but the chairs did lay down and I did sleep. So oh, as go. a father of three Finally daughters. got a winter's a nap.
1: nap. Is worth seventy-seven nap is bucks. Good, yeah. yeah, it's a rare nap. It's a good nap.
0: So there's a lot of holiday movies on right now on TV. Like every day, you can catch Elf. You can catch, you know, Christmas Vacation. All or the holiday movies. The Christmas Prince. Oh, is that a Hallmark movie?
3: I think so.
2: <laughs> I've not seen a Hallmark Christmas movie. Uh, I like. I want to watch one just for the. Spectacle.
3: Well, Netflix is really pushing all the holiday films. Oh, that's a
0: Netflix one, isn't it? I think Christmas so. Christmas Prince. And people like it?
3: I think people love it.
0: Weird. Love
3: it. Oh, and there's yeah. A they talked out. about
0: that because it was like their most highly downloaded or watched movie when it came out. And everybody's like, what? Like, Netflix didn't expect it, right? Wasn't yeah. that the story? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Who's in it? Everyone Is anybody it. in it?
3: I have no idea. I've never seen it. <laughs>
0: Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Or oh, he's so like...
3: dreamy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what Christmas, like mythical figure, historical figure, or movie figure do you guys identify most with when it comes to the holidays?
3: That's tough. Clark W. Griswold. Oh, there you
0: go. So you are a huge Christmas fan,
3: absolutely. And you overdo it. Yes. No, I'm just a fan of that movie. <laughs> okay. I do not overdo it. I have a cat. She would destroy all of the decorations that if I put them up. So would nope. that really
0: happen if a cat bit into the the Christmas lights? Would it explode? So.
3: Yeah. Just totally. Would <laughs> the cat <explode>. get fried? <laughs> Electrified. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I don't want to find out. because I love my cat.
2: <laughs> Did you say who was the question? Who we identify with or, or yeah, yeah, who we no, like? Yeah. Who do you identify with most? Meyer.
3: Was it a bit
2: player in a Christmas story? The kid that got his tongue stuck on a pole? Seems like something I would do. I think I actually one time got my... Tongue stuck on a storm door that was frozen. Oh, I yeah. did the tongue thing
0: once, and it, right, it is terrifying. right down the street from Joe and Leslie's, and uh, it's I could feel it sticking, and I tore it off really quick, and I was like, "Whoa, that really does my happen!"
2: Yeah, God. yeah, no, it really does. <laughs> when what? I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, actually, oh, it was a couple was weeks a ago.
0: Week-
3: <laughs> and you couldn't taste tacos for a oh year. Oh my God,
0: I tasted like dirt and metal and it was yeah, bad. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, that yeah. could have been bad.
3: Yeah, that's uh,
2: that's who I identify with. That seems like something I would do.
0: <laughs> uh, Chris. Oh, what?
2: John
1: McLean,
0: John Die At the
1: start of Christmas, I usually have a nice suit on at the end of Christmas. I have no shoes. I'm bloodied and I've probably killed several nondescript <laughs> Europeans.
0: And you get off the plane when you come. When you fly out to L.A. and, and you go, California. A call, you're just these, always shaking your head. Oh,
1: Holly weird. Yeah, what's Holly going weird. on here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're always getting in the limo. You have a really cool limo driver, with, and you're uh, like, take me name? to the party, Argyle. Uh, Argyle, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and I've got like a big old teddy bear with me. And Argyle's <laughs> listening to some recent Stevie Wonder record. And-,
0: <laughs> and then four hours later, you're fighting people in a high rise. Right. With yeah, your shoes I'm off. letting
1: go of probably the greatest villain of all time by unclasping my wife's Rolex <laughs> uh, so that I can save her. But, you know, Rolexes don't have a clasp. There's a uh, continuity error there in that film. Oh, really? So she, if she really had a Rolex, she would not have been able to have been saved.
0: Well, the, Bruce Willis came out this year when he had his roast and he said, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Everybody stop saying it's a Christmas movie. It's oh. like the best Christmas movie. By all
1: means, listen to the actor. He didn't write <laughs> Write it. He didn't direct it. He has no idea whether or not it's a Christmas movie. Oh, Joy, Christmas song. It's a Christmas movie.
0: It's a beautiful. Uh, what about
2: you? What? Uh,
3: oh, uh, Christmas me, character.
0: Um, I mean, I my favorite Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life, oh, and that's I so George good. Bailey. So yeah, I love me some George yeah. Bailey. That's the
3: movie I watch every year. Yeah,
0: Christmas Eve. That's I a used, good one. Yeah, love it. Um, I used ident- to love it when it was on. with like, George. Yeah.
3: Are you okay, Dave?
0: Look, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, George Bailey. I love me some Jimmy Stewart. I even love his old Campbell's Thick and Chunky commercials.
2: You guys are going to think I'm making this up. So listen, (laughs) my grandfather was stationed with Jimmy Stewart in Arizona, right? In World War II. They were both fighter pilots. Yes. No, my grandpa wasn't a fighter pilot. He was in Arizona. But Jimmy Stewart was, wasn't he? He was in the Air Force.
0: He shot down some...
2: So Germany so, comes
0: full circle. That was the most full beautiful circle.
2: full circle So moment. at one <laughs> point, so at one point, you know, they're stationed there, and um, Captain Stewart is who my grandfather was just like carpooling with every day. One time, my grandmother goes out there and is like, "Oh, hey, cool!" And he gets out of the car and he drives off and. My grandmother goes to my grandfather. What in the world? And he's like, what? And she was like, you did, and he was like, yeah, that's just Captain Stewart. He just. Tra- she was like, that's Jimmy Stewart. And my grandfather had no idea. No way. Um, one of the, they had an autograph picture from Jimmy Stewart to Eileen, who's my grandmother. That's awesome. And yeah, so Jimmy Stewart.
1: Was, was she like, also hey. like, what the fuck was that huge rabbit doing in the back seat? <laughs> Harvey?
2: It's like my. You favorite, want some
4: Campbell's thick and chunky? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. True. Jimmy
2: Stewart. Yeah, I yeah. So, I—that was not a lie. That's the honest truth. That's but amazing. was he,
0: was Jimmy Stewart, a swinger in World War II? Well, was he overseas? Were, I think that was he specific. Just said, yeah. that, no, I mean, no. Yeah. I think
2: that was specific to fighter pilots.
0: Uh, That's what Jimmy
2: Stewart was. Right? Yeah. Was he a fighter oh, pilot? Oh yeah. I don't know. My grandfather was in the Air Force, Station in Arizona, and worked on the runway that the Enola Gay took off from, which oh. ended up being. Wow. The That's not a fighter plane, though. That was a no. Bomb. Yes, that was a yeah. bomb yeah. dropping. I love plane.
0: that we're in a tiki bar talking about WW2. Right. <laughs> We all in have some great WW2 <laughs> memories.
1: I will say, I had a very dark childhood, and I used to watch It's a Wonderful Life every Christmas and just cry horribly throughout the whole film. I mean, just I'd cried every scene, even the funny ones. And I hadn't seen it in years. And I took my young son to see it two years ago. Were you with us, Dave? No. Oh, you went to Die Hard with us, yeah. but not. And it was just a pleasure to To not cry? sitting there crying my (laughs) eyes out and look over at my young son and just see him bawling as well. I'm like, well, maybe I've provided him with the same dark childhood that (laughs) I had.
3: How do you feel about that? Are you worried for your children?
1: Hey, you know, life is a gift and a cruel joke. So, you know, you get what you
0: get. Uh, Brady, I forgot to mention this at the top of the segment. When you first came on, you were doing a challenge. Yeah. On your show, was it for your show?
2: No, no, no. It was no, just, it, it it was your just life. a dumb office a life challenge.
0: Bet. Yeah. You were trying to. Was
3: it licking a flagpole? <laughs> it's trying.
0: I,
2: I wish. It was a dunking a, a
3: basketball flagpole?
0: challenge.
2: Uh, somebody in the office and I had a bet that I could dunk a basketball inside a year. And I worked out hard for a year. And you had a personal trainer and everything, I had right? A fr- I was going to a physical therapist. I didn't make it. I you had didn't to pay a thousand dollars. Who'd you have to pay the thousand to? Nikki. She's the promotions director at work. Uh. I paid her in ones. <laughs> I made her stand at her desk while I did the, made her <laughs> made, made it rain in her office. It took a while. You know what took a while is uh, have you ever tried to withdraw a 1, thousand ones from a bank? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they don't like it when you ask for that. They were not amused. They were not amused. Um, but I did have a th- I have pictures of me with the thousand ones. Listen. It sucks to give somebody a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. It sucks to lose any bet, and it sucks to live as a non-dunker. But I don't regret it at all. I'm I, I'm in really probably how, better shape than I've been in my life. How, how close did you, you get? Um, did I you? got real close, dude. I'm six-two, but the problem is I'm in my mid-40s, and you don't so have the ups. You don't I have the just, hops. I mean, and I hadn't worked out. In a decade, <laughs> right? And so... But now you're in the greatest shape of your great. life. Maybe, so congratulations. Yeah. So it was like I worked out hard, man. I lost probably 15 pounds, something like that. And I got close, man. I, I got... So I bought $200 uh, insoles. They're, they're carbon fiber. Yeah, so, so if you do the math, I lost $1,200. Although I still have the insoles.
1: But you gained $10,000 worth of life. In the I, fitness I really, that dude, you have. listen,
2: I will say, dude, listen, if you should attempt something that seems physically impossible, wherever you are and whoever you are, right, whatever that, that may be, it, I really – it was a really enjoyable year, and probably the biggest bummer is the fact that it was over. Like, after I lost, it wasn't about losing the money. It was the, you know, kind of the – I don't know, I went through this phase of w- when something's over, the it's dead now. The letdown. That, that goal, the letdown, the, it's the morning of that. It's the day so.
1: after Christmas.
2: Yeah, 100%. It was a I'm bummer. I'm picturing that. you like after boxing you day. do, after you Always don't,
0: <laughs> after you don't that the get the after official dunk. Day? Like going to a playground in in the middle of the night and and doing it. I know. That's like the movie. Like you go and you're just kind of messing around. And then you actually go to like a playground and you dunk it that night. So
2: here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give myself till my birthday April 3rd, which is an additional exactly six months to dunk. I've joined a rec league in Overland Park. So I'm going to play rec league basketball for the additional like warm up. I didn't make it, but it was worth it. And I don't regret it. Hardly at all.
3: This sounds like a really great TV movie.
2: Yeah. Kind of like that uh, Mark Wahlberg Philadelphia
0: Eagles movie where he except, was the walk-on. Except Unstoppable. At the un- or un- unbreakable. Unflappable. Unmarkable. Un-flappable. Un-flappable. Un-flappable.
2: unflappable because it was the Eagles. <laughs> but you know right? what it was? Mean? Yeah. <laughs> what it
1: was. Unflappable. <laughs> un-flappable.
2: <laughs> It would be like Rudy if he never got on the field. (laughs) Like, it doesn't have a... Which
1: in real life he didn't, I'm pretty sure. Right. He
2: made that all up. You know,
1: I had the same goal once in my life, and I got down to 165 pounds, which wasn't hard because my wife and I were quite poor when we first got married, and I was doing the sprint routine. That's how I was getting my ups. You did these sprints and all these, like, jumps and stuff. Yeah. And I could dunk a tennis ball. I could dunk a softball. I could dunk a volleyball. But... I could you not palm the basketball. I have a small hands, Wow. And so I could have probably dunked a basketball just barely if I had like stick them or something. Yeah. But I couldn't, I never achieved the goal. I came so I close. mean,
2: it's a real bummer to live my life as a non-dunker. <laughs> it's not too late. Yeah, man. It, I, it, I'm giving myself six months, and then after that, I'm going to find somebody to bet me $1,000 that I can gain 100 pounds in a year.
3: Wow. Okay. You think <laughs> I can
2: do that? Swinging the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm just straight up giving up. <laughs> Look, I gained uh, 16
1: pounds in the party week just a oh, couple really? days ago. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was all those uh, tacos we ate that week. Um, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with round more two. Tiki Cat. Yes. Holiday extravaganza after this hey folks dave from taco the town here let me tell you a little bit about lotus pool records did you know that lotus pool wants to be your record label they have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery an eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect it's artists' work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best-kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy Voice of Action's self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grant Bargain. Chris Cardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers. And Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. We're at this uh, this swinging holiday cocktail party well, here. It's, at- it,
1: it's a happening. It's a if happening. Say swinging, I'd say this is a happening. We are not fighter pilots. We are not swinging. I don't know. Hey, you around. don't know me. I live in
3: the I'm looking uh, around. I USA. think I see
0: some fighter pilots and some oh. old pirates. No, those are just
3: fighter pirates.
2: Fighter pirates. We <laughs> are
1: not fighter pirates.
2: So here's my next idea for you: to take Taco the Town to the next tacos level. Tacos to
0: the top. Hashtag. Yes,
2: tacos to the top. Um, here's the move: before you eat the tacos, you need to let us pray, and then you do a whole uh, <laughs> let us pray thing. Um, <laughs> what? Let Relo- us get it. It's lettuce. a let us. No, uh, it's a Got lettuce it. pun. It's a lettuce it's a pun. joke. Okay. I yes. understand. Right. So, uh, let us pray uh, something about tacos. Who are from heaven? Cheddar be thy cheese, um, <laughs> right? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna write the whole thing for you. Well, oh, drink, no, you should keep going. we we'll run that by our marketing department. Yeah, we've got, <laughs> a, we've got some that, people. Yeah. I don't know if you know any copywriters. I'll be honest. No, <laughs> I, I'm I the was, idea guy, and then the copywriters go with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, too. yeah. I was we not down with the idea until
1: Cheddar Be Thy Cheese. Right, then I'm, right. Then Now I'm 100%. <laughs> cheddar Be Thy Cheese. <laughs> I'm 100% behind that idea.
0: Before we had this cocktail party, I was looking at a list of 1960s tips on hosting a cocktail party. Do you guys want to go over these tips? Oh, do tell. First. First. First off, have you guys ever hosted a cocktail party or attended a cocktail party before this one? Absolutely. Really?
3: I never host. I don't host. I attend. I'm a very good attendee.
0: And you're a fan of them? Sure. Have you ever had any bad cocktail party experiences?
3: Yeah. Have you guys ever been to a cocktail party that's a little on the small side and nobody's really talking to one another? (laughs) That's awkward.
0: (laughs) Like five people or less?
3: I don't know. It's just like a party of introverts Uh. and then you're trying to talk to people and they're just like, no.
0: No, not yeah, that sounds it. bad. Well, that's actually it's on the painful. list here. So let's go over this list of must-dos if you're hosting a cocktail party in the 1960s. Tip number one, make it a theme party. So have a theme. Tell your guests the theme. Have them prepare to dress like whatever theme you, you choose. That's I number think that's one. Good Land advice. of the Lost is sure. my theme. A Land of the Lost theme. Number two, make sure there are Vienna sausages.
3: Ooh, not, not a f- sponsor of this podcast. Not a fan? Not <laughs> no, a fan? No, no. The Little, little Smokies? <laughs> Not a fan? Oh. Is cocktail that what, weenies? Cocktail of weenies. Course. Yeah, you got to have cocktail I, weenies. I do love a cocktail weenie.
2: Yeah. I'm, listen... I'm not a fan of eating in front of other people, which complicates, <laughs> which wow. complicates my life immensely. Man, you gotta like that is. You, I've got no that's issue tough. with that. Wow.
1: I've got no issue with eating in front of people. Let alone,
2: let alone like little wieners on sticks. So you don't do the wieners on sticks when you stay away from my that. My wife's a big fan of the little wieners on sticks. <laughs> All right, as a Husker <laughs> we'll fan, that go. Your wife's we'll let that fan. go. Yeah. Hey, just a
1: note to engineer Matt Allen. If you could cut the on sticks out of that <laughs> statement and just leave it at my wife's a fan of Little Wieners, that'd be great. Thanks, Matt. Make that edit.
0: We've been married
2: 15 years for a reason. It's- Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you.
0: But yes, it says make sure you have Little Smokies or other finger foods. Got to have finger foods. Finger foods. And number three, always have a cheese ball or two. <laughs> Fans of cheese balls at like cocktail parties? Cheese balls and
2: Little Wieners. Sounds like I'll they tell were you what, rocking my, in my wife's
1: family... Loves- has got some <laughs> cheese ball concoction that is just miraculous. It is a tremendous cheese ball You
0: concoction. had a 4th of July party, and I think I ate an entire cheese ball at it by myself.
1: There was a time where... Laura would Not make proud of that. a cheese ball for the family and a cheese ball for me. She's like, "Well, Chris just likes to eat so much. I mean, it got to be a, a, a joke, really a family joke.
0: You got to take the whole cheese ball and go to into another room and eat it by
1: yourself. Essentially, <laughs> I take a trisket. That's trisc- how they got rid of you. I take a trisket and I cut like the cheese ball in half and just like pull it away with the trisket.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I ate an entire cheese ball at your Fourth of July party a couple years ago, and I I think it made me very uh, uh, sick. <laughs> no, the next day, not next, that day.
1: I don't know. I don't believe it. I've eaten I mean, many it was a cheese delicious ball. cheese
0: ball, but um,
3: it's those things are like 90 percent cream cheese, right? Yeah. It's a cream cheese base. Am I right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, here. It's uh, it so good. Number five: blend your guests and your cocktails.
3: In your cocktails?
0: Smoothly. Oh. So okay. So make sure you invite people of different, you know, of di- different backgrounds. Blend your guests so, like, you don't have a party of all introverts. That's right. Make sure you have people that are, you know, mixing and mingling, having a good time, swinging, you yeah. know.
1: <laughs> That's right? a very day of understanding approach. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that I'm modern that. day modern day resolutions to current day culture applied Latter-day cocktail parties. I
0: kind of wish we were in the 1960s at a cocktail party right now. Can we go I back? I feel like we are. This place it does. Really it does seem that, that way. We should have dressed 1960s tonight, shouldn't we? Yeah,
2: yeah, we weren't aware of the theme. I guess I. I thought it was a baseball party. Obviously, everybody else
3: <laughs> in here is dressed like.
1: Did they not I think have turtlenecks and jeans?
3: We look fancy. 60s? Yeah, <laughs> Dave is in a blazer. I'm in a blazer, right? dear listeners. You
0: look good, Dave. I'm, I'm. looking. I'm. I'm down for the. Theme yeah, I feel party. like you
2: guys mixed it up quite well. Yeah. You yes, look kind of like
0: a a sailor, World War Two sailor, Chris. A sailor, yeah. not it's a firefighter. Yeah. No, no. yeah. <laughs>
3: no. I gotta it's say, guys pilot. look good in turtlenecks. Yeah, you all should adopt the turtleneck more often.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. What I'm, was the turtleneck? I missed the. Uh, she, she,
0: said she thinks guys, men look good in turtlenecks. Oh.
3: Yeah, I don't think enough men wear turtlenecks. I come well, on, guys. You kind
0: of look like you could. You know, someone could take an album cover uh, photo of you, and you could this do like for a poetry my solo album. album.
2: <laughs> you know, uh, no, you know what you who you look like. You look like v- the evil professor in a movie, like the bat, like the bad professor in a Matt Damon movie, right? You're the, okay. the <laughs> very good professor that starts off being
1: benevolent, but <laughs> yeah. inevitably I'm trying to sell him to the government. Yes, yes. yes. I was yes. gonna
2: say he
0: looks like the bad guy in like a 1960s Annette Funicello, Frankie Avalon surf movie. Right. He's like the bad, the hip. Guy with the bongos on the beach, that's the bad guy in the movie. Would he's you say he's
3: ruining everything for everyone just yeah, his bad mood? Right. Or
0: yeah, like he's like, Get these crazy kids off my beach, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like that. Would you I say I need to have
3: my sad bongo time <laughs> on the beach?
0: <laughs> All right, so the 1960s cocktail list says, Serve lots of cocktails. Well, duh, duh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun one. Make sure there are plenty of ashtrays for everyone
2: and put them all
0: around the room.
2: Can you imagine people just getting wasted and jumping in their cars, smoking cigarettes? (laughs) It just seems awful to me. It was a different time. It reminds me
1: a lot of my childhood, which was pretty dark. (laughs)
0: There we
2: go again.
1: I mean, that's what we do. We would go to a party. My mom would get drunk. I'm picturing The
0: Graduate, like a party in the movie <laughs> The Graduate.
1: We get in her Monza. Oh All right. Here we go. Her. Second round of drinks. in the 70s. She was like the quintessential divorcee with like the 70s hot haircut. Mrs. Robinson. Outfits. Yeah, very, very much of that ilk. And then, then we would get in the Monza. I would sit in the back seat, no seat belt. Neither one of us would have a seatbelt belt. Before on. seat
0: belts. She'd
1: fill that thing full of cigarette smoke. She smoked uh, Kent 100s. Okay. So there, you know, it's fine. There's no, there's nothing wrong with it. Kent 100 is like a healthy. You're like you're healthier <laughs> like a- <laughs> after having a Kent 100 than before. And uh, we just go home and. That's why I enjoy a good secondhand smoke nowadays. Like, if somebody's smoking, I'll kind of walk out with them and enjoy. And think <laughs> you of, feel
3: like you're in a safe place.
1: Oh, there was nothing safe about being in the back of the Monza <laughs> with my mom. Uh, we had to actually tie the door to the passenger <laughs> Side door on We had to tie it on With a rope That went around The whole top of the car Look Wow I did not have a safe Or healthy <laughs> It's kind of a miracle That you're okay.
3: here To tell I'm this story I'm happy now that was a great I'm with story with good friends Yes um, Have
0: any of you, you Ever been smokers before?
2: Never ever Never I did. I smoked cigarettes for like hmm, five years or so. Quit cold turkey when I Good was job. like 25.
0: Well, we did a casino episode a couple weeks ago. Oh, nice. and, and you go into that casino oh. and it's like mm. being in the bars back when they allowed smoking. And yeah. it's just like, you can't believe that that's, you used to go home from bars smelling like that yeah. every night. So it's crazy.
2: When I started in
3: radio. I went through a could, lot of Febreze in college right, due to
0: that. <laughs> right? I always had yeah. a pile
2: of like smoke smelling clothes is like.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes,
3: and then the pile of smoky clothes yes. you just pull from, and you're right. you going to the bar. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> w- when I started in radio, you could smoke in the studio now. No I way. Don't know, yeah. I don't know if you're any sort of uh, what you know about electronics, but smoking electronics, <laughs> not a great match. Makes them sound...
1: All, oh. Oh, it's not good. Right.
2: No. Oh, I was going to say, it I thought that makes was good. It sound what about Chuck Nasty? Does Chuck Nasty smoke cigarettes? I don't know if he still does. Okay. I can almost guarantee in his heyday, he probably... Oh, yeah. He was that'd Johnny be Fever. Fever. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. i have to differ have you ever heard of a record by a band called foreigner okay (laughs) those records were probably made with equipment that was covered in cigarette smoke and those records are like liquid gold
2: liquid gold no i love foreigner don't get me wrong
1: and i bet you smoke was involved have you ever heard the song
2: smoke on the water
1: Like i don't make i don't yeah oh actually I want to take this opportunity to advertise my new smoke shop that I'm opening down in Parkville, Missouri, called Smoke on the Water. Dave and I came up with it the other day. Uh, right down by the river, Smoke on the Water. What are you going to sell? I mean, shop. now that it, well, the weed will be legal gonna sell, medicinal. First, we're going to start selling weed. But, you know, uh, sorry, sorry uh, we're going to start selling cigarettes okay. at a discount. And then that's all those cigarette places flip to weed joints.
2: Yeah. And that's what we're yeah, going to do as yeah, well. Yeah, I think that's what all the vape stores and CBD joints. It do. Is, It'll yeah, be a CBD yeah. joint, yeah.
0: but he'll also play really cool old-school records like Foreigner
2: I see Well The idea hat. was
1: to create sort of you know how you pair wine with sort of like white wine with fish Go like ahead. Red wine mm-hmm. with red meat mm-hmm. You would pair dope uh, records from Lotus Pool so like Pony Show Heidi Gluck's pony show would be sort of a mild kind of sativa, heady <laughs> kind of dope. And then like Sun Eater's Unfathomable Darkness, that would be kind coming, of coming
0: coming later this year, coming, early yeah, next year.
1: Early uh two thousand nineteen. That would be sort of more of an intense high. And then of course, you know, think about all the, the bands we have Hollow Body, we've got Helium Octopede. I mean, Not- we we've got nothing but records that would pair nicely with dope. So we would we would basically send you home with uh, you know, an eighth. Yeah. and a CD and you would just have a fantastic afternoon.
2: I wonder, um, <laughs> during the holidays, would you pair <laughs> strands with holiday songs? Like what would go well with Last Christmas, the original George Michael? Oh, man. What kind of Great question. strand are you going with there? <laughs>
1: I have a very off-color joke that okay, I am not okay, going to okay, tell. Okay,
2: That's fine. I think I derailed this, but when I started in radio, you could smoke cigarettes in the studio, and I smoked a lot of cigarettes, working midnight to 6 in Junction City, Kansas.
1: Well, God bless you for that. I, and, I, and sorry, I was getting contentious. I wanted to say it was okay to smoke in a studio, but you cannot smoke in my studio. No one can smoke <laughs> in my studio. There's a lot of vaping that goes on there, but not a lot of cigarettes. All
0: right, that's, uh, let's finish out this yes, cocktail yeah. party of the 1960s. List it says, make sure you have a good toast prepared.
5: Oh,
2: oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Make sure you have something to toast everyone with. Like, if yeah. you're hosting, Chris, you host a lot of parties. Do you have a toast you go to, like a go to toast?
2: I
1: do, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give a good toast here and there. I've, I've got a toast, oh, okay. You Chris has you got a so, oh, yeah. okay. Look, I, you know. On this podcast, I'm kind of the (laughs) smart-ass, and and, and I'll say this. I want to be very sincere here. First of all, I want to say that I appreciate every guest we've ever had on this podcast, and thank you for the two of you to coming on twice. That's fantastic.
0: Yes. Yes. We have
1: had a tremendous response from all the people who listen to this podcast. The energy for the people who do listen to this podcast, we would have never imagined the amount of response that we've gotten from this, so I want to just say, bless you know, in, in all sincerity, taking the smart ass off of everything I say, <laughs>
2: but it still sounds smart. Ass sorry, for some reason. yeah, I, I just don't know. it's, it's, it's just the nasal in my voice. And, I'm sorry, you know sorry. what? I think it is maybe it doesn't come across on audio. I think it's the turtleneck,
1: it, <laughs> it is the turtleneck. I'm sorry, don't no, don't he's being what? sincere. Now. Don't you're listen to the eagle the turtleneck, Ignore <laughs> you're nailing the- <laughs> it. <laughs> I do want to say thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast and everybody who's been on it. It has totally. been an awesome year. God bless everybody. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Oh, you for being okay. on the yeah. show.
2: Cheers. Yeah. And to the unsung
1: hero of this podcast, Mr. Matt Allen.
2: Yes. Oh
0: yeah, our, our engineer Matt, wish he could be here. We love um, you,
2: Matt. I like Matt, I'll bet back in the day he's worked in a studio where you could smoke cigarettes. Oh, for sure. The other interesting thing Matt might appreciate is uh, back when I started in radio, you know, we you were using reel to reel and you would have to cut the reel you literally what? splice it so cocaine Is was a big 100 thing. 100 years ago <laughs> feels start like in it. the early 80s <laughs> feels That's like where it. that was going
0: <laughs> yeah another 1960s cocktail party tip make sure you have a lot of meats finger meats <laughs> and make sure a lot of them are wrapped in bacon that sounds delicious okay now this was before tacos really were a meat thing wrapped right? In
3: meat Okay.
0: You think now people would have miniature mini tacos at at cocktail parties, or what do you say? I mean,
3: Oh, yeah, those little frozen mini tacos. I've had those at parties. Really? Yeah.
0: That sounds like a great party. You dip them
3: in a little salsa or sour cream or queso situation.
0: Would it be weird if I showed up to a cocktail party, Katie, this question's for you, and just ate the miniature tacos at the state at the uh, well were you
3: invited to this no cocktail party because that be be weird weird.
0: (laughs) okay so if i just showed up to some random cocktail party and just started eating these miniature tacos that would be not
2: cool
3: yeah it probably would be considered a little odd i think
2: it's not the taco thing, it's the showing up uninvited thing. But
3: I think with your winning personality, Dave, you could just sort of talk your way into that.
2: I'd be like, hey,
0: I saw the tacos and just had to come in. Would exactly. that be what I would say?
3: Just charm your way yeah. right in.
0: And then I'd just start eating the tacos and gross everyone out, and I'd have, like, sour cream Well, there's always all that over. one
3: guy that just cannot stay away from the hors d'oeuvres, and it's just... You
0: know, I'm that they're way probably with, a little yeah.
3: anxious. Like they don't really want to talk to anyone, you know, and right. you're trying to cure it with food. Right, yeah.
0: No yeah. right, judgment. The, here's the last two on the list. Make sure you have a lot of cream cheese.
2: Oh, always. There's a lot of food on the Like I list. said, cream cheese. Can't you just go like, have good food?
1: I've got to have salty, be- so I've got to have salty finger meat. I've got to have cream cheese. A cheese ball. Uh, A cheese ball or two.
3: Well, have you guys ever had clam dip? No. Clam dip. Yes. It is again like ninety percent cream cheese and a can of clams.
1: Have you ever little lemon
3: juice, little Worcestershire sauce?
1: You're probably a jazzy singer.
3: I could I can sing some jazz.
1: Have you heard the album Clam Dip? And Other Delights by Herb Alpert yes, I on a and not- A&M <laughs> I records. I
0: What's the Herb oh, Alpert no, album totally that's in every used record it's shop? What's the girl with the whipped cream everybody. on oh, it? Delight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sorry, Clam Dip. Sorry, Clam Dip and Other Delights is the Soul Asylum record. <laughs> yes. That, where the cover yes. of the record is a, a take of off yes. of Yeah. And it's the bass player. Yeah. God rest his soul in Clam Dip. <laughs> I'm from Minnesota,
3: by the way. This It's legendary. And also, I love solo silo. Katie, I
0: I wanted to ask you about this. This is a food question for you from Minnesota. Sure. What the heck is a Juicy Lucy?
3: Oh, a Juicy Lucy. For those of you who have no idea what a Juicy Lucy is, I'm going to explain. It is a juicy hamburger patty injected with molten cheese. Well, the cheese melts in there when it's cooking on the the griddle.
0: Sounds amazing. Oh, my
3: God. It is the most, it's heaven in your mouth. Unless you take a bite too soon and you burn your mouth, it's not so good.
0: (laughs) And this was created in Minnesota?
3: So they say. And you grew up eating these? I did, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of places in Minnesota you can get a so-called Juicy Lucy. And there's a couple of places that claim they did it first. It's a a really big, you know, there's debates every day about this in Minnesota. Like, who really was first? You guys got to go up there, take a little trip. Can you get a down here,
0: right? In Kansas City.
3: Um, I don't know of any place in Kansas City that has anything like that, which is just kind of a missed opportunity. I mean,
0: Yeah.
1: i spent come a, come a year in many restaurants. I had a juicy lucy, it was fantastic. Really? Yeah.
0: So good. Man, you got to bring that down here. Is there any way you could get those delivered here like if we... You got can't eat eats? a Juicy
1: Lucy unless you're in Minnesota. I, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> It'll be about six hours. Oh, there's a, oh, there's
0: there's a birthday, birthday going on.
3: Happening. Can you hear that?
0: I can hear a little bit of it. All right. So, guys, Oh, there's one more thing on my <laughs> list of cocktail things. They say the last thing you need in a 1960s cocktail party is to relax and enjoy yourselves. Forget about all of the civil unrest and sure. have a great
2: time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point.
2: That's a good point.
4: Wait a minute. Just wasn't keep that drinking up- those
3: cocktails.
4: <laughs> hey there, everybody. It's your old pal Bigfoot here. Or Sasquatch, if you prefer. You know, one question folks are always asking me is, Bigfoot, what's your favorite podcast? Well, besides Taco of the Town, I love me some tacos. My favorite podcast has got to be the Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, those funny fellas share stories of high strangeness and interview celebrity guests about their personal paranormal history. It's a real hoot. They talk about UFOs, ghosts, weird and wonderful encounters, and crypto creatures like yours truly. They even have a hotline where you can share your paranormal encounters, and they might just play it on the show, 310-597-4803. If you're like me and you like yourself some strange and weird and wonderful stories filled with the unexplained, Bigfoot Collectors Club is your podcast. Take it from me, Bigfoot, or Sasquatch. Just don't call me Skunk Ape. My mom hates it when people call me that. Bigfoot Collectors Club available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, I've got a yes, a questionnaire. This will be the one of the last things we do here tonight okay. in our delicious, amazing holiday cocktail extravaganza. I this don't is, want it to end. I know. Let's just keep going. I've got a <laughs> lot of material here, guys. Let's just see how long we can go until they kick us out of here. This is a Kansas City Christmas checklist. I want to know if you guys have done any of this. Chris, this is for you. Brady, yes. Katie. Yes, um, I'm ready. Here we go. This is they say these are the top nine things to do in Kansas City during the holidays. So now, I know. Is this
2: is a competition because I feel like I'm going to have to lie. Not a competition. Not a competition? Not a competition. Not a competition.
0: And if you have more feelings on the subject, just say, just let me know. Okay. Um, I
3: bet (laughs) $1,000.
1: Yeah, it's not a competition, but if you lose, you owe us $1,000 in singles. You will have to try to dunk
0: a basketball. You and
1: Pac-Man Jones are the only people who like go to get singles at the bank.
0: All right, here we go, so uh, let me know if you- Maybe this could be a yay or nay, this could be yay or nay. Yay or nay. If you've done it, and if you feel very strongly on the subject, please let me know. Number one, the Crown Center Ice Terrace.
2: Yay. 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 Yay.
0: Never done it. Are you an ice skater? Have you ever ice skated? When I was young, not as an adult. And Katie, being from Minnesota, you're probably amazing at ice skating, right?
3: I wouldn't say amazing, <laughs> but I did <laughs> take up figure skating. My little brother played hockey. No way. Yeah, That's and cool. so while he was skating around in the mites or the whatever they were, those little the little guys on the ice, I was taking figure skating lessons, doing figure eights. That's awesome. Crossovers.
0: That's awesome. I like that you talk about lutz. it like I took up
1: figure skating, like
0: I took up chess. <laughs> I just like I'm doing I had triple axels. time while
3: he was. In Man, you,
0: you have to start out young with that because I feel like I tried doing it a couple years ago and my ankles are just, like, weak. Figure skating? yeah. Your
3: skates Figure might skate. not have been <laughs> tight enough. <laughs> yeah, if... <laughs> You definitely
0: I tried to, to do some 80. jumps, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> have Good. you Before seen,
1: what, what are your opinions on I, Tonya?
3: Oh, I haven't seen I, I Tanya. Oh, you got to see it. See I have to see that. I Maybe want to. You Chris for you me. cried like a baby, right? I, I <laughs> cry,
1: my wife will tell you I cry <laughs> in every movie. Yeah, I also
3: okay. cry in every movie, so yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Chris,
0: what's this? What's the strangest movie you've cried during, or or that you would not expect you a person to cry well, during?
1: there's two things I do. Like, I laugh, and... Scream with joy at the worst parts of every movie, like so. Copland,
3: we went, <laughs> we went and saw Copland. That was not the movie it's, I thought.
1: He was. at some point in Copland, when uh, they were making fun of Sylvester Stallone, I started crying. And my wife was like, "What's wrong?" I said, "I think I'm an idiot," and I just started crying. And then
0: that was uh, when S- Sylvester Stallone put on some weight for yeah, that Yeah, and then yeah.
1: Sylvester Stallone started shooting and killing everybody. I started laughing with <laughs> incredible joy. And my wife goes, you shouldn't be laughing at this part. So that was probably the most awkward moment I've had.
0: Katie, what's the most awkward crying during a movie experience you've had?
3: I don't know. Uh, They're all... It's never awkward for me. I just try... My most authentic self, when I'm getting emotional and feeling touched by the themes of the movie and I, I feel a greater connection to humanity and nothing beats that feeling. Okay. I bawled
2: like a baby when I saw Pulp Fiction. I don't know if you guys <laughs> <laughs> were touched in that manner. I that was movie? not touched no. by Pulp
1: Fiction. I laughed through all of Pulp Fiction. Oh, sorry. Okay.
2: We, we kind of got off subject. So
0: yes. these are Kansas City, Kansas Christmas, City Christmas, Christmas checklists. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, here we're we go. Really uh, off track. <laughs> number two, the Plaza Lighting Ceremony.
3: Yep, been there. Done that. Yeah, I went for
2: the first time this year, and I'll never go again. Why? Too bad. It was very anticlimactic.
3: Really? Yeah.
0: I mean, how do you not get Pat Mahomes up there to pull the
2: 100 percent?
0: Yeah. Oh, was
3: he flipping the switch? He was not. Oh. That was Sly James. Sly James was at the mayor's Christmas tree lighting at Crown Center. Yeah, that's his
0: deal. Yeah. Yeah. He He
3: went to the plaza as well. Everywhere. Yeah. He does keep it frosty though. Keeps it frosty. But,
2: but. (laughs) I mean, it was fun. I'm glad we went, but it it's like a one-time thing. Yeah. I don't, it's cool, and I love the Plaza, and I love the lights, but have you guys done the Plaza Lights? I've
1: never done it. I will shout out to uh, Mike Judd, Sun Eaters guitarist, who reads the Casey Star cover to cover every day and every year goes to the Plaza Lights. So he's a
0: very Respect. he's a traditionalist. I love him for it. You got to go at least once. Yeah, it's... I
2: went. But again, I have three kids, three daughters, 10 and under, so like... I spend the whole time going, stay close, get over here, stop doing that, don't fall down, stand up. You no know? touching. Yes, yes, no. What it, what's with the smiling?
0: All right, here's another one. The Christmas
2: in the Park at Longview Lake. Have you ever done that? My station sponsors that, so we're out there. I oh, did, I'm aware of that, but no, I've never been there. I, we yeah. did, you know, what I went to for the first time this year was Trip the Light, which is the night before, which is a bike ride around the park. Whoa. It had to have been at least 1,000 people really? on bicycles, like with Christmas at lights. Night? And oh, that's at cool. night, it I was really awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was. Was it really cold? It was pretty cold this year. It's still a thousand, at least a thousand people, if not more. That's
0: fun to go to, a Christmas in the park is fun to go to on like a weeknight when it's not very busy. But if you yeah. go on like a Friday or Saturday, you're waiting in a line, it really like, out the park. Yeah. Yeah. But if so, you go on like a, a early in December, like on a weeknight, it's kind of cool. But well,
2: we always go to the first night where they do the fireworks to our radio station oh, at we, the right. Santa shows up and Frank White and the mayor's there again.
3: Right.
0: Frank Keep it White it he around. Yeah, keeping it frosty keeping it does. frosty always
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> alright um, Sly
3: James gonna miss him
0: Christmas light displays uh, it says here the legends and like all the, all the the popular neighborhoods where they have all the the neighborhood like oh, do theme yeah, lights like Mission
3: Hills yeah and, oh yeah that's
0: always fun to drive through yeah
3: yeah. Driving around to see lights. Do you ever do that? Do you ever
0: drive around and see to see yeah. lights? Like if they I, give you I a like list that. of like houses that have the crazy lights. I've
3: never done the whole like get in a limousine and drive around. I bet that would be really fun though. That I would, would be do fun. that. On a date. That would yeah. be a fun date night activity. So maybe a future Katie Dates holiday theme <laughs> could be.
0: Alright, so is this your Crown Center, the mayor's Christmas tree. You guys yes. like to go to Crown oh, Center? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Crown Center's awesome. It's down in that Union Station thing I already fawned over. Yeah. You know, I think it's just yeah. an amazing part
3: of town. You could do a two-in-one there because you'd go ice skating. Yeah. yeah. And right. see, see the the, tree. the mayor's Christmas tree. And then
0: hop over to Union Station. And take a train somewhere. Just get on a train.
3: Southwest chief, go to train,
0: L.A. <laughs> be a hobo. Right? Get your bindle. I mean, I think Get we've your all
2: bindle. been a hobo over the holidays, right? Hobo Isn't for that the that holidays. Tradition? That could be a new that's, promotion. That's my favorite Christmas that's, movie.
3: That's the hallmark movie that needs to be made. Right,
0: Chris, right. can we start writing hobo for the holidays? Well, I
1: think it's Gene Shalit and uh, Tim... <laughs> Tim Conway in Hobo for the holidays. Have you never seen that film? No. It's a Hallmark Hallmark film.
0: Says here, holiday shopping on the plaza or at your favorite shopping mall. Do you guys shop a lot for the holidays? Are you into the whole hustle and bustle of the season?
3: I'm more of an experiences over things. So my siblings and I, every year we have a tradition. We go bowling. We go bowling and we take turns buying pitchers of beer. And it's great.
0: That sounds awesome. That's awesome.
2: I'm a big fan of Amazon and the two-day shipping on (laughs) December 23rd. Yeah. That's how I get down with the shopping. Did you guys get down with Cyber Monday this (laughs) year?
3: Nope.
1: I don't buy gifts for Christmas. (laughs) Really? I bought one gift. There's a funny story, but I can't tell it because it'll give away. Oh, wait. When is this coming out?
0: Towards Christmas. Christmas around Christmas. We just got a flaming drink. And we're putting it down next to our recording equipment. Here we go. Oh my gosh. What's this called? This is called the luau. We just got a flaming luau drink here. And
3: there's cinnamon on top and the waitress just told me, whispered in my ear, if you don't like cinnamon, don't mix it. <laughs> just like let it float. Let it float. Okay. It feels like a campfire. It is warm in here it too. It is getting I must...
0: really hot with this drink in
3: here.
0: Uh, Kansas City Christmas checklist here. See a holiday show, the Nutcracker Ballet, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rudolph at the Coterie, or Christmas Carol. You guys ever go to see any of those Absolutely. shows?
3: Absolutely. And I did go on a hashtag Katie date to the Nutcracker with the ones. rocket scientist. Yeah, not the rocket scientist. It oh. wasn't this year. Oh, not this year. It was year. another year. Okay. Different guy. Um, and that was pretty fun. That guy sucked, but.
1: In <laughs> <laughs> a limousine or just no limo. a town car?
3: No, not a town car. I, I believe I drove and I paid for the tickets.
0: We just saw Rudolph at the coterie with my family and all of our nieces and nephews a couple of weeks ago. Oh. And it, during the blizzard, they didn't cancel it. The there are not a lot of people at the show.
3: The show must go on. The show must yeah. go on. I it was kind of
0: cool, because we saw Rudolph, and in Rudolph there's a blizzard oh, yeah. in the show, and then there was an actual blizzard outside. So, so were, you,
3: were you the only five people in the There were about the ten house? people,
0: yeah, but we still liked it. They put on a great show. Oh, Winterfest at Worlds of Fun. You guys ever been to Winter I was there
2: opening night the oh, last two years.
0: What no way! you
3: think? I like it. Yeah. It's kind
0: of
2: cool. They do a show. It
3: looks like a lot of fun.
2: I mean, my uh, daughter... Uh, She decorated cookies with Mrs. Claus. That's awesome. uh, Rode some rides. I think it's smart. I think it's smart use of the worlds of fun, right? I mean, yeah, because before it was never open at
3: right.
0: past uh, uh, Halloween,
2: and now it's open. It's a open. bummer if you work at Worlds of Fun so much for having the time <laughs>
0: and off. And I
3: think they have some rides that yeah, are open. Yeah, yeah Fury of the Nile. Yeah, that's definitely no, that's there. definitely
0: closed. <laughs> not open during the winter, no. but that would be yeah, fun.
2: I, no, we went. It it was cool. It's cool. It's uh, the opening show. There was snow. They brought down snow. They made it snow. I would say. I make it rain. They. I've make heard it snow. R- I've heard rumors that say <laughs> do
0: not breathe in that snow. Don't catch it on your tongue? Yeah, it might not be safe. Okay, I'll remember that next year. It might be asbestos. Yeah, (laughs) But uh, that's just a rumor. And then the last one on the list, Chris, you know a lot about this one. Parkville's Christmas on the River.
1: You know, of all the things you've read, that's the only thing I've done. <laughs> and uh, this year featured uh, Chris
0: Cardwell, his new solo record out on Lotus Pool Records. I'm to get that, that plug in. Chris is the uh, owner and uh, chief executive CEO, officer. Yeah, CEO, CEO, founder, um, co-founder. So he was dressed like Santa and landed on a roof or came up rode a boat on the he, river? He was describing
1: it as if there were a number of Christmas songs he had to learn in like there would be moments in the show where he then, on cue, had to perform various Christmas songs
0: that he didn't know until. And basically. I was like,
1: "Why aren't you performing songs from your album, <laughs> so that we can promote your album on Christmas on the River? This is a thousand people crowd. It's, it was a big point of contention between Chris and I, but we got through it.
0: You guys fought. You wrestled. Oh no, I—he'd kick my ass. Okay. I don't. All I right. would never trifle with. So what are do they doing? What are they doing? Christmas on the River. Besides that.
1: They um <laughs> what you they just have said. Uh, people singing, they have uh Santa Claus. It's you know it's it's it co- is oh, and Mayor they have he- James there. They have a. is
2: who? I know it's Parkville and they have that. James own mayor, is there as well. But I figured he shows a very busy schedule.
1: <laughs> Rick James. <laughs> My wife has met George R. R Mountain Martin. Really? <laughs> George R.R. R. Mountain. <laughs> George R. <R.'s> Mountain. <laughs> That's his uh, wrestling name. <laughs> Did you know that George R R Martin, Martin is a wrestler under the name George R R Mountain? My wife has met Rick James as well. She's met Kim Kardashian. She's met J R R Tolkien. No wait, she's met George R. J R Smith from the Cleveland Cavaliers R. 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 Mountain, and she's met uh, Rick James. All true stories.
0: You lived in the same apartment complex as Rick James when he we died. We did. Rick James he lived passed away. at
1: Oakwood, and he would come out every... Uh, I just told my daughter this the other day. So when my daughter was For young... For real? Yeah. So yeah. when my daughter was four years old, we were living at Oakwood in the summers, and uh, I'd go to work, and Rick James would come out at lunch... At the pool and he would shake everybody's hand he'd shake my wife's hand he'd shake my daughter's hand and then he'd go back in and we and my wife didn't know who he was until we because he looked so different in his elder years
0: when his mustache was shaved he right. looked kind of weird yeah and
1: yeah when he wasn't carting around um the woman from the exorcist uh, what was her name
0: uh linda blair
1: linda blair yeah they were dated for a long time
0: and the mary um, jane girls
1: But then uh, when he died, we saw a picture of him, you know, closer to his death. And my wife was like, that was the guy that would shake our hand every day at lunch. And so I just recently told my daughter that Rick James shook her hand several times throughout that summer. She's like, the guy who wrote Super Freak? I met that guy? I'm like, you definitely met him.
0: Your daughter's like a huge Rick James fan. She is a huge Rick
1: James fan. (laughs) And she had no idea that she had met Rick James Interformable years
0: that will oh, like,
1: shape shape, shape her, her,
0: life. her life from here on out.
2: That was Is definitely she... better than my uh, Jeez, grandma <laughs> once met uh, Jimmy Stewart story. No, that, <laughs> no, that was no, a good statement. Top of me, no, 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 no. Okay, Katie, Katie, hard. do you, you have a Jimmy celebrity
0: Stewart, story you. you'd like to share with everyone? Since Chris and Brady both have a amazing celebrity story. Well, stories. I didn't
2: even. That was my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Katie, did your grandparents um, ever meet yeah. a famous 1940s <laughs> film actor? You know
3: who my grandparents were friends with? Tiny <laughs> Tim. <laughs>
0: no. really? Oh, wait. Wow. Was he from Minnesota?
3: Yeah. There's a Minnesota connection there.
0: What about Bob Dylan? Ever run into him?
3: Um, You know, my dad, actually, though, he tends to meet a lot of famous people. In his line of work, you know what he does? He and his wife make infomercials.
2: Nice. Oh. So yep. is he like the guy that falls down at the beginning of them, or um, he's a producer?
3: He No. Uh, oh. His wife is the producer. My dad, he sort of runs the books okay. of the business, but my stepmom is the director, producer, sometimes the talent... <laughs> Definitely the voiceover. She's
0: the girl that can't get the Tupperware open, and then it flips and falls. And And it's in black and white. There's a
3: big red X.
0: (laughs) We shoot a lot of those actually here in Kansas City, and I actually cast a lot of those infomercials. I bet you do.
3: I bet you do with exposure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So if you ever see an amazing infomercial at 2 in the morning, that's that's usually... They've worked
3: with people such as Paris Hilton. Ooh. Mario Lopez. Here you go. All right,
0: I've got twelve more Christmas oh things. Oh my god! Just, no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't. Let me get back to you guys because you were on the show. I'm sure you've had a lot of people stop you in the street and say, "Hey, I heard you guys on Taco the Town." I mean, I town. can't
3: even walk yeah. down the street.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't get
3: on a scooter. Once you're on being... the
0: show, people are gonna stop you and mm-hmm. talk to you about tacos from here on out. How has your life changed, taco-wise, since you've been on Taco the Town? Anything?
3: Well, um, my coworkers seem to respect me a lot more.
0: Nice, I'm glad. Yeah.
3: It's They're about really damn impressed. time. Yeah. <laughs> it really is about <laughs> damn time. I will say that
2: uh, tacos have been much more in the forefront of my life since I came on. I don't know that I respected tacos, at the level I should have before you guys. You were a
0: big suburban taco. You were like, oh, this taco's a little too authentic. You were all like, (laughs) I love the the classic suburban taco. You were like, I love the crunchy shell. I do
2: love a crunchy shell. I'm still sticking with the crunchy shell. I like crunch, but I think about tacos a lot more than I used to. (laughs) I've hung tacos on my Christmas tree this year. Mm. Uh, Tacos have been hung with care by the fireplace. They're (laughs) a central part of my diet, and I appreciate you guys, for that.
1: Well, yeah, me too. I mean, tacos. This podcast is really—I've had a taco awakening. You know, our—that's our a good way to put Good it. friend Cole had a taco awakening. I think Two, he was the one to first put it taco into words. Awakening. Yeah,
0: 2018, we set out to make this the year of the taco, trying to get tacos mainstream. Mission accomplished. I think we did it, guys. You should be on.
1: Cheers a, to that. You should be on a aircraft carrier with a big <laughs> "mission accomplished" sign. Behind you, you did it because all you did it. All the fighter
3: pilots in a With row.
1: <laughs> all those, all those World s- War II fighter pilots <laughs> swinging, swinging
2: around in their that wheelchairs,
3: deck. <laughs> just saluting you. If that story is not true, <laughs> but if it is.
2: I swung for the fences <laughs> on that one. If it is true, I hope <laughs> all I don't our think listeners understand. This podcast understand. has fact checkers. We yeah, do not
0: follow up on anything on this but podcast. If, it, <laughs> if you if say it is, it, it is real, <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Yes.
2: Believe if you believe. It. It. <laughs> I swung for the <laughs> That's fences. That's dangerous. <laughs> I went out on a
0: limb. Now, have any of you guys had any new taco places you've eaten at, or uh, have you uh, changed your taco your taco palate? Are you, are you still visiting yeah, some of the? Yeah, we
3: had the, the Cuban. Yeah. Ta- the, the Cuban sandwich taco. You I mean, weren't a fan mustard. of what was
0: the mustard on that yeah, taco? Yeah, mustard right? on you... a
3: taco that just doesn't compute for me. I don't think that's legit. I stand by my.
0: I haven't had a mu- haven't had mustard on a taco since that taco. Yeah, um, that's sort
3: of just a novelty. Like that's kind of fun. Have you I eaten... like it for the novelty sake. Yeah. yeah. Here's
2: what. I was thinking about on the way down again, not just on the way down here, but I've been thinking about tacos a lot since my taco awakening. Yeah. Why are tacos so hard to make at home? Right, it's really hard for me. I find it's hard to make a good taco it's at a home. It's process. It, it's, I mean, right? Like, yeah. I'll, granted, and I'll warm them up in the oven a little bit, but it's just. My you, wife can't. makes fantastic
1: tacos. Does she? Actually. Yeah, she does.
2: It's not an equal Which e- will well, credit be featured
1: soon. Yeah, we'll
2: have, have so. some of her tacos, Credit to her, because yeah. it's not an easy thing to make at home.
3: Yeah, it's kind of an I've, ordeal.
2: Right, right, it totally is. You can't get the authentic tacos Mm-mm. at home. Mm-mm. You have to go out and seek those tacos yeah, out. Yeah, it's just not the same, having a taco at home.
1: I had mentioned that when I was first married, my wife and I were super poor. <laughs> my father-in-law would take pity on us and take us to Jalapeno's and I would just order. I would eat baskets and baskets of chips and order the entire menu. And he would not blink. He'd be like, this
3: "Before Rick James was shaking everybody's <laughs> hands." This
1: was, yeah. I mean, Way James, before that. Rick James came about six <laughs> years later.
0: Yeah, Jalapenos is great. Yeah. I mean, we did that early on because that was one of the it's your the, hometown. Oh yeah. Taco. Oh yeah. I mean, and I hear a lot of the Jalapenos uh, workers and employees are fans of the show. So I just want to shout, shout out, out to out. Jalapenos. Yeah. We love your chips, Chris. Great chips and salsa, jalapenos. Unbelievable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm still much love tripping out that your wife makes a good at-home taco.
1: She does. She makes. My wife is a fantastic cook. In general, she makes the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life.
2: Get out.
1: Nope. Guaranteed.
5: Come on!
1: Guaranteed.
2: I can't tell if you're joking now. I don't no, know. No, if this no, is a, I, no. I still don't yeah. know. If he's not the I, villain. I anymore. am not the villain. <laughs> I cannot tell if the, you really.
1: In that Punicello film that you think I. <laughs> am. I don't.
2: I don't know if it's the tiki drinks or the turtleneck. But I am so spun. Like, I don't know if you really went on a party train with Bob Seger. Oh, he did.
1: Holy shit. I was, I was in a Bob box. How Bob Seger
2: and party
1: train go on the got, same Look, sentence. I got uh, box seats to Bob Seger. This is where I've come. I didn't even know I he was still go, alive. He's, he's 73.
0: From, wow. Still rocking.
1: Oh, my God. I, we I,
0: found I, out, me and Chris and, and Mike Judd from the Sun Eaters and Chris Cardwell from the Sun Eaters, we saw uh, Bob Seger. We found out that Bob Seger's, all of his songs are about running cross country in it's high school. All about
3: running, I know. Running. Oh, cross really? country, What's yeah. That?
0: Like a Rock is about running cross country.
1: He completely diffused the myth that is about Chevy trucks. It's What's the
3: running song that's really famous? Uh,
1: uh, running Against, against the, wind. the Wind. Running
3: Against the Wind, yeah. that's it. Yeah. He told us Like running a Rock down a dream is, about, is about,
5: he told
1: it's us, about cross country. He made it sound like he came up to the box and had a conversation with us. He oh, told yeah. everybody there at the sprint Oh, oh! I was like,
2: yeah. "Y'all have him as a guest." I missed that episode. He was yeah. on an episode of Taco Tuesday. That was the Bob, Bob Seger episode. <laughs> he used to I come out. Like I <laughs> remembered that episode when Bob
0: Seger would stay the night over at Rick James' place. He'd come <laughs> out and
2: shake hands <laughs> with everybody. Is that <laughs> some <laughs> sort of Patreon? <laughs> they come subscriber? out was a Patreon episode. Did I yes. Rick
1: James <laughs> were had a relationship. <laughs> and they would come out holding hands and then shake hands with everybody
2: which is cool i how many um taco joints do you think you have to go in kansas city still i mean do you have an estimate on how m- you've I've done got a 58? list i've got a list
0: of 175 places we're on episode 58 so we've got a, a ways are to you go kidding me? we've got a, we've got a ways to go does that Let's-
2: include taco bells
0: Taco Bell's on there. Well, but I mean, Mr. McMillan right? is in
3: charge of the Taco Bell.
0: Michael McMillan does his Taco Bell reviews. Yes.
2: There's that many taco joints in Kansas City?
0: Yeah, man. There's a wow. lot. And there's new ones popping up all the yeah, time. No,
2: totally. Armoredale, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Armordale. Well, sure.
1: <laughs> you know, that was the thing on my episode. I said that hey, Kansas City was a good taco town, not a great taco town, but I forgot. It's actually a great taco town. Like, wow. there are a lot of taco places. So I take back my response. It is take a it great back. taco town.
3: Seems like you had a taco awakening as well.
1: I've had several taco <laughs> awakenings over the course of this year. There was that the one. Time
0: first. told me you woke up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat with a taco awakening, and I did. you just you you actually awoke during a taco tacos. sweaty a taco I, awakening. I feel
2: like didn't you come to my house, knocked on my door, and ask me if I had a few moments <laughs> to talk about tacos
0: at three
1: in the morning?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you were
2: riding a bicycle, right? I was like, I he was dressed in a me, white sir, shirt with a no black tie. tie. Do you have a couple of minutes to talk about tacos? I, we're, we're gonna, gonna to start
0: do. doing that. We yeah, gotta go door, door, door to more, door more. Yeah,
2: with the. With The prophecy of the taco. (laughs) All
0: right. I wish... Cheddar be
3: thy cheese.
0: I wish... Thank you. (laughs) Cheddar be thy cheese.
2: Right? Can we end this with a prayer, please?
3: Let
0: us Um, pray.
1: Let us pray. (laughs) Cheddar be thy cheese.
0: I wish we could keep this holiday party going. I mean, there's no copy machine nearby, so we can't go copy our butts on the uh, copy machine (laughs) like they do at a lot of holiday (laughs) parties. Um, But, guys, I want to know, how many golden tacos would you give the drinks here at Tiki Cat?
2: Tell me about your Tiki 17. Cat. What do you think about these drinks here at So what's tiki the cat? scale Katie's using? She threw out 17 <laughs> so
1: fast. The scale is uh, 18. 1 to 18. What would you give it? Is that what
2: you... Okay. I'm very... I take this seriously. I take... Scale is 1 to
1: 18, I'm going what, to start what would you give it? Sum mean? it
2: all up for me, what has your experience been Katie's been, been crying the
1: whole night. Katie it's like is she's <laughs> bawling. She's emotional. It's like, emotional. like she's a showing of Copland. It's like she's watching
2: reason. a movie and she's losing it. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> This is one of those George places <laughs> you need to come to. I couldn't drink very many. My stomach hurts so bad right now. Really?
3: So bad. sweetness?
2: Yes. Uh, let's
3: not so say that bad right let's now. not take the sweetness. Aww. No,
2: this place is amazing. And it's worth the stomach pain I'm dealing with. No, it's amazing. You get to ring a bell to get in. You need reservations. It's perfect. And it's worth it. You don't even feel like you're in KC
0: right no. now, right? The
3: no. drinks are delicious. I mean, we're in a basement, but oh, my it's like hurts. the <laughs> coolest basement. The coolest basement Have a your, drink and a half your neighbor has ever had.
2: If I'm given the location, I'm giving it. I'm going to go with Katie A 17. I, but 17. yeah, Chris, I don't know. What to, <laughs> Chris, I would agree with you. Maybe this is a starter joint.
0: Yeah, drink and a half.
2: Right. And then you go hit. I kind of want to
0: spend a whole day here. Like Katie, start. At if, noon.
1: If you were with a gentleman and he took you here Rocket for your scientists. first drink and a half
0: Let's just call him Daryl. <laughs> is, <that laughs> is that his name?
3: Mm, Daryl, yes. His,
1: <laughs> his name is Pete. <laughs> so if, P, if PJ took you here.
3: Pete Daryl took me to PD, Tiki Cat. They call him PD. Is so, this a
0: good date
1: place?
2: I think
3: it would be a great it's date It's amazing, place. right? Oh, yeah. For a first date that'd be a bold move i think Tiki cat? yeah like the drinks here are strong
2: they
0: are friends, strong friends
3: they are strong
0: so this would be a uh. great first date place <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking
3: well, you know, it depends on how you like to play. <laughs> yeah. How I mean, you like to roll thing, the dice? A drink
2: and a half.
0: Yeah, I would give this place. Uh, I would, uh, on Katie's scale, a 17 out of five golden tacos. Yeah. If you are looking for a fun, hidden, kind of secret, but not yes. so secret. A cocktail joint. This is if awesome. you're having a holiday cocktail party, come on down to Tiki Cat.
3: You can uh, make your reservation on the website. Like in Rounders. Remember in Rounders <laughs> like in where Rounders. they knock on the door? I'm going to go it's home and watch Christmas.
1: Rounders tonight. It's Guys, my favorite
2: Christmas movie. I'm going to cry. Sure. I'm going to go home
1: and cry <laughs> through Rounders tonight.
2: You really should. Very <laughs> aggressive. All right, let's all end with
0: our favorite verse from our favorite Christmas song. Chris, you want to sing a little of your favorite holiday verse for us?
1: I like that. Here we are, happy golden days, happy olden days of yore. All our friends who are dear to us will be near to us once
2: more.
1: I
0: love that. Beautiful.
3: Oh, so lovely.
0: Who'd like to go next?
2: Um, Brady? uh Not me. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I love Christmas in Hollis, but I'm going to have to Google the lyrics. Ah, that's a great the Run jam. The DMC track. That's from
0: Die Hard. Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the Christmas style that you used to. I look funny. But you, oh, that's Okay, wait. Maybe that's not that a Christmas. Awesome. Dance Christmas? That Why did they never make right? that? That would be a great jam. I'm a big fan of the Digital Underground, baby. Digital Underground Christmas for album. For yeah, they should have put Anybody, out a Christmas uh, uh, album.
0: favorite Christmas album? Anybody who uh, has a favorite where every hit, every song
2: on it is a hit? I like oh the Mel gosh. Torme one.
0: I I love the Elvis Elvis's Christmas album. I love the Blue Christmas.
2: Um, Cheech and Chong Christmas album. I was a fan. Are you going to grace Katie, us you're with your see, favorite yeah, verse? Katie, I
0: Man, really there,
3: there is a lot of really great Christmas holiday music out there. It's so hard to choose. I hate to be a Grinch. But Phil Spector.
0: Yes. Oh, nice. A
3: Phil Spector Christmas. Look oh, that one yeah. up. Oh, it's so good.
1: Do it. Let's hear it.
3: Nah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm surprised that no one's brought up any of the, like, island-themed Christmas. meleka maka <laughs> is the thing to say on a wild Hawaiian Christmas day. Or, how'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Come on,
1: never, there's so many good Never heard ones. that Those one, too. That was
0: amazing.
2: <laughs> that was impressive.
1: Wait a minute. Are, are you, I was going to say, a pointer sister, but that's not what I'm thinking <laughs> of.
2: Uh, She's an
0: Andrews sister.
1: Andrews sister. That's what I like. Can to you ask. sing
2: some Andrews sisters?
3: Well, I don't have my other two sisters here so with yeah, me to do that right, justice, right, right. so no. Does anybody know any of the Elvis
2: Christmas jams? I didn't know Elvis did Christmas. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. Nice yeah. without you Oh yeah, look at that. Right? Halloween
0: a whole year just <thinking> about you <laughs> I also love his um his uh that was amazing. Oh, I, what about some Bob Seger little drummer boy? Oh man, we could go on Bob forever. Seger
3: did a version <laughs> oh, yeah. of little drummer great. boy.
0: Did the
1: little drummer
0: boy oh, run cross country
3: and Bing Crosby. <laughs> the classic.
0: Oh yeah.
2: I got to admit, I kind of feel the same way about Christmas music as I do about Thanksgiving food. It's not that great or else we'd listen to it year round.
1: Same uh, with Thanksgiving. Well, it's now hold too, on a it's, second. It's kind of like tiki uh, drinks. Really, it's kind of right. like tiki drinks. You, you don't like want to drink them every
0: night. Thank you I, need, you, I need to intervene I mean,
1: here because a bass player and founder of uh, Sun Eaters, Scott Hartley, has been long awaiting opening his new restaurant chain, Thanksgiving Town, where <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> every, every night they serve Thanksgiving dinner. No. So I can't allow you to go there Thanksgiving
3: once a year. It's not <laughs> special if you have it every day. Yeah. Well, yeah, That's it's so like what somebody says, was
0: saying the other day. Why don't we eat stuffing every day <laughs> of the year? I, 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 like to,
1: I like to flip the script there and say every day is special at Thanksgiving Town.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the advertisement for Thanksgiving Town. <laughs> The ta- I feel like the, the, the move there is to make the table super easy to flip over so you bring your dysfunctional family somebody goes nuts, flips a table it's like one of the things, it's and like a you,
1: theme and you're saying that you, when you say your fu- dysfunctional family, you're talking about specifically my family right because <laughs> no, no, we talked no, a lot about my no, dark childhood no no not
2: at all but there are ashtrays
3: all over the place
1: yeah of course you know, yeah of these awkward s- family
3: can... conversations all over the place too <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's like people i'd rather avoid again once a year
0: well i just want to say thank you so much for being on the show Happy holidays to you guys. Brady, Katie, thank you so much for being on our special holiday cocktail episode.
2: Katie and Chris. And I will say, I feel like we're going to start doing a Saturday Night Live thing, like repeat guests. For (laughs) sure. And are we the first? You are
1: the Alec Baldwin's of this podcast. Thank you.
2: I Thank can have you, you guys That's on twice,
1: three
0: times yes. a year. I, I, I want to stay ahead of the pack. Oh, I you want to be in like the five-timers club, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. so this five is yeah, second-timers.
2: Yes. So don't forget, we need to stay at the tacos. Like tacos, we want to be at the top.
1: Technically, you are um, m- way more than five. You're in the five-timers club because every episode features
3: That's true. That's true. Have you gotten any my feedback voice.
0: from that segment, from your intro? Uh, I,
3: I have not. In
0: fact Have you gotten any jobs You're just fine
3: Uh, No I have not
2: Isn't that where The Grammy came
3: from But I think that Oh she didn't
2: get A Grammy for it
0: Yeah Yeah that's where You got your Grammy right no.
3: If I didn't before, well, I do now. That's what I think about it.
0: Now, Katie, what show are you in? Is this going to air before your show is over? Or yes,
3: I'm in a few holiday shows, but they're all going to be over by the time oh. you're listening oh, to no. this. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Well, plug your social also, media. You're welcome. Yeah, plug it. Um, plug You can away. follow me on Twitter. I tweet sometimes at Clever Mezzo. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. At Brady Goodman.
2: I'm on Instagram. Like Thank that. you for being on yes. the show. No, Thanks for pleasure. being a
0: guest this year on no. Taco the Town. Have a happy new year, everybody. Thanks yes. for being on the show. Have a happy holidays.
3: Enjoy tacos responsibly. Yeah, yeah yes. exactly.
0: Try to sneak a taco into Tiki Cat. They frown upon it, so I, I maybe you should not do that. that. Chris, do you have any parting words We're on our holiday episode?
1: Well, I just thought this was a, a wonderful time with good friends. Thank you for your contribution to the podcast. A yeah. wonderful
0: Christmas time.
1: Wonderful Christmas time?
0: You want to sing it? Simply, <laughs> We're simply
1: having a wonderful Christmas time <laughs> here today.
0: Peace on earth. <laughs> can it be?
1: I think we will from
0: now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. A <laughs> time <of> worry. <laughs> Is that how it
3: goes? <laughs> I like Bill Cosby. Theo, you got to put
0: the pudding into the parumpum-pum-pum. Don't let Claire get into the the cupboard and get the pudding out. Rudy! Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. Have
1: yourself a very troublesome Christmas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Check out Tiki Cat. If you're at Mm -hmm. Hopcat, try to get in here. Have some drinks. Guys, Mm. thank you for talking cocktails with us. And joining us at our cocktail party. Yes. <laughs> Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco The Town KC. Do it as or on Twitter uh, at Taco The Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or give us a taco tip, please send us a message to our email at Taco Topics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Chris, thank you. You're welcome. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available at lotuspool.com. And until next time, go go eat eat some tacos and go drink some cocktails. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Cheers.